Hello, and welcome back to the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. Um, This is Penny Sansevieri with Amy Cornell. And today, I'm just mostly venting. No, I'm just... (laughs) Um, So I have had an, an experience designing my latest, the cover for my latest book. So I rewrote How to Sell Books by the Truckload on Amazon. We renamed it the Amazon Author Formula. And the challenge, and I wanted to get the book out this year because, you know, there's been a lot of challenges with this book. Most, the first and foremost is the one, you know, I'm writing a book about Amazon, which, hello, changes stuff all the time, right? Um, I've had to rewrite it like four times. It's been kind of a nightmare. So I was really excited to get to the end. Like the last copy edit comes in, like I had it edited a bunch of times. And now I'm working on the cover and the cover is a disaster. So, so we thought that it, and we thought that it might be a really good idea to do a show on this because I feel like Amy said something to me. So we were going back and forth. Amy was on a plane last Friday going to something super fun, but she had a plane, she had plane delays and all kinds of crazy stuff. So I'm texting her while she's trying to navigate all the plane changes. And she said to me, she said, I kind of understand now why authors wind up with less than stellar book covers, because at some point you kind of just give up, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, um, so we've had, and, and I think the challenge has been, and I think the reason that we felt that this was important to just really open the kimono and talk about why it's not just you, it's challenging for everybody is because you know, a cover designer really has to not just understand your vision for the book, but understand what the book does for the audience. So I'm sending Amy this cover and I may end up switching cover designers. And this is nothing against the designer that I'm working with. Sometimes it's just not a good match and you have to know when to move on. Right. And you have to be able to say, you know what? I think I need to find somebody who can better serve this market. Um, but I'm on, the, <laughs> I'm texting her these covers and I texted her a cover and I was like, and I, I was at that point where I'm just like, I just want to get this done. I want to get this book out. The book is done. And mostly I want to get it out because, you know, Amazon changes all the time. So I don't want to have to rewrite whole portions of this book yet again, because then it has to go through the process of like editing and blah, 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 and all this other stuff. So I sent her this book cover and it was so bad. So I, I texted her this book cover and she's like, well, that's a nice sunflower. And I'm like, what? <laughs> True. There, her book has nothing to do with sunflowers, but I'm like, that's lovely. Like, <laughs> So out of desperation after I got, you know, we got, and we ended up getting kind of snippy in text. And I was just like, damn it. I this. this I, this cover is fine. I'm sure this cover is fine. And it really wasn't fine. It wasn't so fine. Put, <laughs> it, wasn't no, fine. <laughs> it was not fine at all. So I put the covers up on Facebook this weekend, this past weekend, not because they were the final covers, but because I really was hoping to get, because I have a very chatty following, which I appreciate so much, but I was really hoping to get somebody who would look at this cover and go, okay, here's where you want to make the changes. Here's it just because I think it's, I think it's kind of close, but it's still 
completely out of the ballpark, which sounds like I just said two very different things. But there's something that's there, there's something that's really missing. And it's a challenge. I mean, there are so many cover designers out there now that in fact, somebody on the post, the first one of the first comments that I got on the post was, you need a new cover designer. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's not very helpful. But um it's a, it's a challenge and i think that you know we we have so many important decisions decisions to make for the book the cover is um i mean it's everything it's yeah. a calling card um and i think you know and because the the book so the book has been renamed the amazon author formula and one of the first things that this cover designer did was put a formula 1 car on the cover and i'm just like I don't even know how that's related. I, I, I you know, so <laughs> to me, so here's the reason that I'm sharing that with you, not because I'm bashing the cover designer, because again, it's just not a good match. And sometimes cover designers are better doing fiction versus nonfiction, which I think is an important question to really ask them. But that to me should have been my, like at that point, I should have said, oh no, this is not going anywhere. But as an author, you want to keep trying to work with it and make it work. You want to keep like, okay, well, we're just going to try this again. And we're going to try this again. And I got to tell you, I think, that, and many of the covers I didn't even send to Amy because I think she would have just like run off screaming. <laughs> but I think it's at, at that juncture when I got that Formula One car, I should have said, you know what? This is just not working out. Yeah. But that's a hard thing. It's a hard thing to to say that because part of you wants to get the book out. So you're like, oh, I got to get this book out. I got to get this book out for all the reasons that I mentioned. But then you also want to get the cover right. And it's so easy to get to that point where you're just like, I'm just going to shortcut this whole thing. It's fine. Like, it's fine. I'll put it up there. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And really, it's not fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good enough is not fine. And and it's true, Penny. It's it's unfortunately tricky for authors that the cover often happens towards the end because you really are just exhausted of all the things, you know? Oh my gosh, yes. Like how many more good ideas could you possibly have in the bank anymore? You know, like how many more rounds of edits for anything do you have in you? Um, and it's sad because we have talk to a lot of authors who ended up with the just okay book cover who eventually realized that's probably what was hurting them most, you know, and they had to pivot and they had to change things. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I also think that, and this was, you know, kind of my mistake, although that's typically, so the trajectory of what, you know, you're writing the book, you're sending the book off for editing you're doing it, then you're, you know, the co- the content edit, the copy edit, et cetera, through the process. Um, I started this book cover process a while ago, but p- clearly not early enough. Mm-hmm. Because when you get to the end of this whole book process, as Amy said, you're exhausted. And you kind of, and I've always said this too, you know when your book is done, when you kind of hate your book, because you're just like, oh my God, do I have to read this book again? Um, but and and that's you know and it's unfortunate that that's really where the hard work starts and we you know we preach this on the podcast we've said this for over 3 years your book cover is important the process is important but 
we we also want you to know we absolutely get it because I'm sure Amy's exhausted with me sending her all these lackluster examples. <laughs> but Amy, you said something to me that I thought was really key. Do you remember what that brilliance was? Or oh well, I my comment was that if you have three different people giving you three very different responses to your cover, something's probably off. You know what I mean? Like if your cover is really hit it out of the ballpark, you're going to get similar reactions from your target market, you know? But if everybody's kind of getting a different vibe or seeing different things like sunflowers. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And you know, you're probably, you haven't, hit it out of the park. Yeah. You're, you just haven't gotten there yet, which I know is frustrating, but really if you are able to tap into some people that are definitely within your target reader market, you want to be getting consistent feedback about the cover. And that doesn't mean every single person's like, it's my favorite cover ever, but the, the feedback that they give you should be consistent. And if it's not, then you probably haven't done your job yet because you have to also think about the fact that once you put it out there, your cover may be your first and last impression that you're going to get with somebody yeah. and you're not going, you're not going to get them back. So it really needs to instantly make sense to the people you want to buy your book. You can't have them overthink it. It can't be confusing. It can't be a sunflower when you're talking about book marketing and, and, you know, and Amazon promotions and things like that. It really needs to be, slapping them in the face, obvious. Yeah. And I think that to Amy's point, and I want to come back to the sunflower because something really funny happened with that after, after she and I <laughs> were text, but um, it's really uh, you, you want people in your circle. So I've seen, and I've actually commented on this to Amy, where I've seen people on Facebook say, what do you think of this cover? And everybody, literally everybody that follows them is like, I love the cover. And the cover is absolutely hideous. Uh, and I don't like being the one that gets on there and just is like, you need to just burn this to the ground because this cover is awful. <laughs> but that is probably the most helpful thing that you can say. Obviously, I would say it nicer than you have to burn it to the ground. But... But I think the, you know, and and in the moment when Amy sent me that note, it's like, oh, that's a nice sunflower. I'm just like, it's not a sunflower, damn it. It's a, I don't even know what it was. I still don't know. I'm still not sure. <laughs> what? I'm still, yeah, I'm still not sure what it was either. <laughs> but, but then I, so I put it up on social media and then somebody's like, is that a star? I'm like, it's not a star. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it could be a star. Could be a sprite. And then somebody was like, oh, that's the best seller. That's the best seller seal or something. And I'm like, oh, that's getting and, closer, but still. <laughs> but that's where you really benefit so much more from people who could be really honest with you. And so I, I you know, even though I didn't appreciate in the moment, I was just like, it's not a, it's not a damn sunflower, Amy. It's not a, I didn't really know <laughs> what it was, but you really, you need to have that kind of feedback in your life. You need to have people who can say, this is really not serving the market. This is not serving you well. Mm -hmm. But I also think that you have to get, you know, we rush to get things done. And in an age where you can publish a book, you can sadly throw out an idea on chat GPT and get a book written in five minutes. Unfortunately, we're going to see a lot 
more of these really lackluster, and I'm sorry for the language, but just for lack of a better term, shitty book covers, right? Don't, and it's very easy to fall into that trap because like I said, you really want to get, you want to get it done. It's done. I just want to get it done. I want to get it done. And the other piece that I told, you know, that I told Amy is that, you know, I really wanted to release the book this year. And she was just like, well, why? I mean, why do you have to release it this year? I'm like, I have to release it this year. I don't need a reason, damn it. But, um, you know, part of it obviously is because things change in the Amazon ecosystem. Although, you know, God willing, nothing will change until I release this book in January. But you want to get it out. You want to get it done. You want to be able to check that off your list. And I think that therein lies also the problem when you are working with a cover person, you trust that they know what is best for your book. Mm. And in almost, I mean, in very few cases, is that actually true? Yeah. Um, and, And there are a lot of people out there that do inexpensive cover designs and do them very, very, very well. So this isn't about, you know, even though somebody on the post said, well, they were having sort of a discussion around cheap cover designers. And look, I'm a huge fan. Like, you're not going to get a good cover design for 29 bucks. I mean, that full stop, right? Yeah. But I mean, I think that it's really about somebody who can interpret. They, they are the interpreter. They have to be the interpreter of what your book is to the reader, right? Um, and that's also, that's also not, not, it's, that's not always easy to do. But Amy, you mentioned something when we were in the green room and you talked about, um, and we t- talked about this before too, find covers that you like, go into this process educated. Yes, absolutely. Find covers that you like, that you resonate with because you know who your market is, or you certainly should. Um, and then also, I recommend finding a few covers that you really don't like and be able to explain why, Yeah, you know, give your designers some parameters. And I really do think that you need to know whether or not you want to be literal. If you think that works for your market or if you want to be conceptual, because I think that was a big challenge, Penny, that you had with your designer is that it kind of got stuck in a very literal, you know, place. And it was, it became nearly impossible to break out to the more conceptual, like what is the purpose of this book versus being really literal about the words used in the title. And you don't want to get stuck in a hole that you can't get out of. So kind of know that too. Like if you have something in your head, that's very literal, great. Be able to explain that. But if you don't want to go super literal because of you know, just your word choice in your title, you know, I would make that very clear to your designer from the get-go, you know, like Penny's situation. Like, I don't want a race car on this, you know, because the word formula is in it. Like, don't give me any weird clip art stuff. Like, I want to be more conceptual about the goals for the book, you know? Yeah. Um, And that's just kind of things that you don't always think about until you have a situation like you've been in Penny where you're like, okay, clearly with this individual... I needed to come into this with a lot more parameters than I thought I needed to. Right. And, you know, I mean, like I said, when I saw the Formula One car, I should have said, you know what, this piece out, this is just not going to work. But I did send this cover designer examples of work that I liked because I felt that the questionnaire that I got from them was very good. 
So this is not their first rodeo at all. And, and, but I think that it was, so I sent them a bunch of covers that I liked. I think that it it was really necessary for me to double down earlier Mm -hmm. in this process because what ends up, what happens sometimes and depends on the cover designer too, because some cover designers will say, I'm going to give you three, you get, you don't get like unlimited like this so far. I've had like, I don't know, whatever the number was for 45 different. And some of them were just so bad that like the first one looked like an alien visitation. I think you said your husband <laughs> thought it was an alien visitation. Um, I think that you also have to be, and you know, look, I mean, just to be, to be fair and not to make excuses. I mean, we were, we're always so busy. So I'm like, well, let me just give this guy another chance. Let's just give this person another chance. Let's just give the person another chance. But I think that when you sense early on that it's not going to work, you need to have that conversation with your cover designer, because all this is going to do is delay your book launch delay and and also it's so frustrating. I mean it's frustrating enough that we're doing a we're doing a podcast on it because right. I think yeah. Um and as Amy said, you want to get you have to figure out whether or not you want somebody who's going to do a literal interpretation of your book or a conceptual. Mm-hmm. And in most cases, nonfiction books are conceptual. Right. I mean, they're, they're not, you're not generally, I mean, sometimes you're literal. If you're talking about like saving money, maybe you want to put a piggy bank on the cover or something like that, but it's, it's a very, it can, sometimes it can be a very slippery slope. So I think starting earlier in the process um, and knowing what you don't like, as well as what you do like. And not settling. Yes, absolutely. And which is, which is very, very, very hard. Cause like I said, I really want to get this book out there. I mean, I'm sure like when it's done and the cover's great and all this other stuff, it is, I do respect the fact that it is tricky since now, instead of the word truckload, we're, we've called it the Amazon author formula. Truckload was sort of easy because you could just slap a truck on there with a bunch of books and you were good to go. And the cover that I did so the, the last cover was great. The cover before that was also great, but I got a lot of comments on the previous cover, which had the big white truck on it. Like people really liked that visual. This one, unfortunately, doesn't really lend itself to that. So we have to kind of keep going down the road until we find something that really speaks to the success that authors want and unpacking the secrets of Amazon and all this other stuff. But man, it's a process. I'll tell you. It is a process. <laughs> It is, it is such a process. But look, so, it gave us another episode, right? right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I hope that this has been helpful. It just is, I think that it's worth having a conversation that you have to sometimes step back from it and say, okay, so I'm not going to meet my, I'm not going to meet my deadline. That's okay. I have to get this right mm-hmm. rather than just getting it out there. Right. Because a good book cover can mean more sales, but getting your book out faster doesn't necessarily mean more sales. <laughs> no, no, that's very true because that's your own. And that, and honestly, I mean, unless you have some kind of, you know, I don't know, unless there's some kind of hard deadline, like you have, I don't know what, a, you know, a big event coming up or, 
mm-hmm. you know, something like that, or a movie deal, lucky you, or something like that. You know what I mean? Most deadlines can be shifted to support a better and more comprehensive um, book, book cover, et cetera. And many times are worth shifting. Now I'm not, and I want to just leave you with this. I'm not necessarily suggesting that you move the goalposts all the time, because one of the things that we know is that authors love moving the goalposts. Like (laughs) I want to wait until I have 5,000 subscribers to my newsletter to launch my first book. It's like, oh, that's not really a thing, right? (laughs) Good luck with that. (laughs) You know what I mean? What we're talking about here is you want to make sure that the product that you put out, you know, don't be, what was that? What was that failed car? The Yugo? Was that the Yugo that I think in Spanish means no go or something like, Oh yes. I know what you're talking about, but I forget. That's a good one. Don't be the Yugo of book publishing. Right. And I think it's Yugo. Somebody, somebody is bound to correct us. Cause I'm, I'm not sure that that's the name, but I remember a car. It was like, I think it was like in the eighties or something. And basically the, the literal translation meant go nowhere or no go or something like that. <laughs> don't, don't be the no go of, of book publishing. Mm-hmm. I hope this has been helpful. We welcome your feedback. If you have any ideas for my cover, my post is still up on Amazon. I <laughs> welcome all ideas. We will definitely keep you posted as we progress through this whole cover ordeal, which hopefully will be less of an ordeal as we get more clarity on what this cover needs to look like. Thank you so much for tuning in. And thank you, Amy, for your very honest feedback. (laughs) Which is I hated hearing the word. It's Oh, what a nice sunflower. I'm like, not a sunflower. Sorry. Um, it's always really helpful. You would much rather, you're much better served having somebody who's honest um, than somebody who's just like, like the gal that I saw on Facebook who had this really hideous cover. Your cover is beautiful. I'm like, oh, it's not really beautiful, sweetheart. In fact, it's, <laughs> it's not even in, it's not even in the shadow of being beautiful. It's really <laughs> awful. But, and you know what? And here's another thing though, too, be honest with the people who are asking for feedback. They may yes. not always like it, but in the end, they'll know you're right. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for tuning in. This is Penny Sansbury and Amy Cornell. We welcome show ideas. We love reviews. Wherever you listen to podcasts, we'd love to get a we'd love to get a review and your feedback of the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye-bye. <laughs>